secret baby. Military-industrial complex. The simple life. Sports. All topics that Isabeau and I absolutely refuse to engage with on Woman. Until... Introducing Entropy. When things fall apart, Isabeau and Morgan re-engage with all of the topics they hate most in romance. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we're going through like a deep depression and we're like, what could make it worse? And we've decided military romances, secret baby, Amish romances, and sports romance. We're just going to get deep into our bad feels and investigate them. Turn them up because we know that there are people out there who truly love these tropes. And here at Womance, we always go in expecting to love the books we're going to read. And one of the reasons we've avoided these is because they sound so deeply unappealing to us. Right. But in the interests of the genre itself Mm -hmm. and our true belief that criticism and critical inquiry is something that the genre can hold, we've decided to dive into the tropiest of the tropes. So not super unlike our chic series that a lot of people enjoyed, air quotes, we want to interrogate the tropes that have less of a sociocultural firebrand to them, but still hold deep personal anxiety for Isabeau and I. Also like things that reinforce the patriarchy or white supremacy or imperialist war. But of course, those are all assumptions (laughs) that we're making because we have never read them. True story. So the way we want to go into this is with the same positive attitude, the same optimism that we approach next week's book or the previous week's book. And so uh, we need your guys' help. We trust our listeners more than pretty much anyone else when it comes to recommendations. And so please tell us, if you love the secret baby trope, what is the best secret baby book you've read? Yeah. If you love military competency, tell us which series and which book from that series really turned your gears. If churning butter churns your insides, tell us what's the best Amish romance you've read. What really connected for you? And if you like the sports, tell us about the sports. Tell us about the sports. Sports. I will even put my NFL moratorium to the side if that's what you guys really want us to read. We're looking for book recommendations. We're not asking you to engage with defending a particular trope that you super duper love. If you want to tell us why, that's fine. But also don't feel like you have to out yourself in this moment. No. are just looking for your stunning recommendations. Yeah, you can send them to us via DM on Twitter or Instagram. We'll also have a post out that you can comment your recommendations on. And you can also send us an email, womancemail at gmail.com. Let us know if you'd like your name mentioned or if you'd like to remain anonymous. And another thing I would like to note is we're looking for the rule, not the exception. So not anything that you're going to recommend that's like, this is an Amish romance, but this is a secret baby romance, but we want 
the middle of the road platonic ideal type recommendations. We want to hear from the people who really enjoy these tropes. Right. Not something that's trying to break it from the inside. So we can't wait to hear what you guys have in mind. Again, you can DM us on Instagram or comment. We are at Womance. On Twitter, we are Mance underscore Woe. I'll be posting on Twitter. We also have a Facebook that is grossly underutilized, but you can always (laughs) find us there. Our Womance page is Woe. And you can also send us an email at WomanceMail at gmail.com. G as in Google, mail as in mail, a letter. Dot com. (laughs) Dot com. Should we talk about why we don't like any of these? Why we don't like the idea of them? Or just like why we don't engage with them. Like we've read a book with Secret Baby before. Which, no, we haven't. You always say it's a secret baby, but it's always like a secret teenager. It is a secret teenager. It's No, we read the one with the, where she got a Brazilian. It was the All Revved Up by Sylvia Day. That was a secret baby. It was a secret child. He was 10. Yeah, yeah, that's not a secret baby. That's a secret child. No, but like the thing was secret baby. That's the trope. I thought the trope was second chance. It definitely was a second chance romance. But it was also secret baby. Okay, let's just throw out the whole entropy <laughs> thing. If you think a 10-year-old counts as a baby. I'm talking about when someone's pregnant and they're not telling okay. the hero about their pregnancy. Okay. And that's the whole fulcrum on which the book shifts. Mm-hmm. I mean, the obstacle in that was Secret Baby. Holy shit, Isabel. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to use this, but now I'm like, I know I've read this. It was a 10-year-old! <laughs> it's literally called Secret Baby, and I'm pretty sure we had this exact conversation I don't know, I'd have to in the All the Revved episode. Up episode. So when I say baby, I mean an infant. I mean, they don't have, like, mobility or words. They don't have object permanence. Mm. Secret Baby. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Why would you bring this up as we're recording? Because I'm thinking about it. I I, very much am working. I'm a verbal processor. It's true. You know what? I think we've actually read Amish in the past because we have read pre-electricity historical romances. They're not Amish. You know what? I know they're not (laughs) Amish! Have you ever read a book about a religious sect? Uh, There were Quakers in... um... Which is not Amish, Mm-mm. but uh, a 10-year-old's also not a fucking baby, so. <laughs> but the obstacle was the secret. The Never. obstacle was they had broken up previously. They both had different lives. It was second chance. Mm-hmm. With a soup of secret. We had this conversation in the episode. I feel like. All I remember from the episode is our discussion of body hair. We have been doing too much. We've been doing too much. The podcast is over. <laughs> We're out of ideas, apparently. It's canceled. I'm That's sorry to have wasted your time, <laughs> listeners, since we've clearly already done a secret baby trope that involved a goddamn 10-year-old they who drive. could, like, stay at the house by himself for several and cook hours. himself dinner. Maybe not... eggs. So a true blue secret baby. Of course! <laughs> Don't recommend All Revved Up because that's A, not a baby, B, not a huge secret, C, not the obstacle of the novel because it was D, a second chance romance. I want secret baby. I want the trope 
that we're talking about to be the central problem, the central idea, the central motivator of the text. So we want it to be true blue secret baby. It has to be an infant and people have to be intentionally hiding the existence. It can also be a fetus. But that's like why we don't like the idea of secret babies that so much of this, I'm going to have a hard time articulating why I don't like it. I get like a when I think about it. I think that's a good place to start. But just have a deep sense of like negative affect associated with all of these ideas. And I think that's, again, a really good place to start, like not liking things and not liking them strongly and not being able to articulate that. Always a good place for investigation. Yeah, totally. And of course, you don't have to defend the trope to us. Don't feel like that. But if you want to share what you like about it, that would be really helpful in kind of guiding our conversation and also approaching the books with an open mind. Mm -hmm. This week's episode of Womance is brought to you by Native. Did you know that many conventional deodorants contain aluminum, which forms a plug in your sweat glands to keep you from sweating? Yikes! Don't constipate your sweat glands. Native's deodorant is made without aluminum, so you can feel better about what you're putting on your body. With over 10 scents, including their classics and rotating seasonals, you're guaranteed to find one that you love. Their classic scents include coconut vanilla, lavender rose, cucumber mint, and eucalyptus mint. It's also safe. Native deodorant is formulated without aluminum, as I said before, parabens, or talc. My favorite thing, it's also vegan and never tested on animals. It's made with ingredients that you've heard of, like coconut oil and shea butter. Ooh, so you don't get any (laughs) of that bad razor burn. You wear deodorant every day. Shouldn't you be able to understand what's on those ingredient lists? And it's also no risk to try. There's free shipping on every order, and Native offers 30-day free returns and exchanges in the USA. I can tell you from personal experience that I used to request this deodorant at Christmas. I got the lavender rose because that's how I think of myself. What did you like about it? I liked the texture, that it was really smooth going on, and I loved the smell. It made me feel like I was about to become a Disney princess. (laughs) For Womance listeners, we've got a special offer for you. If you want 20% off your first purchase, you need to use the code WOA, that's W-H-O-A. To use the code, you go to nativedeodorant.com. Yeah, or for 20% off your purchase, visit nativedeodorant.com and use promo code WOA during checkout. Once again, that's W-H-O-A. Mwah. Do you want to talk about military now? Sure. I mean, we can go piece by piece. I have lots of specific feelings about the military. Just highlights. I want everyone to know that I watched all seasons of Army Wives, the Lifetime uh, original show that launched one career. What career was that? He's on This Is Us, and he was T'Challa's uncle in Black Panther. He was, like, everywhere last year, and he's going to be everywhere again. He was just in the third season of Marvelous Miss Maisel as the manager of Shy Baldwin. That guy started on Army Wives. Wow. And now look at him. And now look at him. Isabeau's grasping at his name. (laughs) But I can name all the shit that he was in. God damn it. Now I feel like I should pull up his name. Sterling K. Brown. Oh, he's great, yeah. Oh, I didn't know he started off on Army Wives. Sure did. On the show, his wife Joan was the vet and the person serving. Oh, so he was the Army husband. Yeah, and he was a psychologist, so he did a lot of stuff with PTSD. It was great. Anyway, he was wonderful on it. Okay, so you watched, you want the world to know, you watched Army Wives. Right, because one of my really good friends served in Iraq, and it was one of those 
things that like I didn't know much about the army except from talking to her and then she was like I like this show and then we watched it together so I understand the immediacy of a competent whatever and the obstacles of the military are very dramatic why have you never read a military romance because machismo of that level is actually really hard for me in any kind of space yeah I would say the same is true for me in sports romance yeah Military romance as well, but I think the same thing kind of applies there. I think, like, military and sports for me, it's, like, too much of a heroizing of a certain kind of masculinity, a machismo, like mm-hmm. you said, that's really scary. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like violent. Violent uh, and frightening and overpowering. Mm-hmm. Same thing for, like, Secret Baby and Amish. It's, like, a femininity that is uncomfortable for me. Mm-hmm. For Amish romance, I'm fearful of romance romanticization of the past Mm -hmm. that is so forceful Mm -hmm. that it insists on existing in the present Mm -hmm. that frightens me yeah and as you say like this prescription of a kind of femininity or masculinity and all of these that feels at best uninformed and bad but at worst truly toxic and something in common between Secret Baby Military and Amish, I would say, is kind of a goody two-shoes-ishness that mm-hmm. also makes me strain. <laughs> right. So anyways. Entropy. Things fall apart. Let's investigate. Let's investigate. We can't wait to hear your recommendations. Share as much or as little as you would like. And uh, we look forward to reading your recommendations. If we get more than one, we'll kind of go with whatever has the most votes. If we get just a bunch of single votes, We'll just go with the one that's either, to be honest, easiest for us to get Mm -hmm. (laughs) or sounds the most interesting. Yep. So with that, loosen your stays. But never your principles. Whoa, golly gee. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Womance. Womance is hosted by Isabeau. That's me. And Morgan, that's me. Production is by Nick Gravelin. Our webmistress is the incomparable Jane Bonzac. And our illustration and logo were created by Mary Reichman. They're the best. If you'd like to follow, creep, or connect with us on our social media platforms, you can find us at mans underscore woe on Twitter, womance on Instagram, or email at womancemail at gmail.com. You can also hang out on our amazing website at womancepodcast.com. You can support us by using our code to visit our sponsors or go to our Patreon where we are Womance. Womance is officially part of the Frog podcast network discover more podcasts just like our own centering on romance and reading at frolic.media slash podcast until next week Mwah. <laughs>